Welcome back to the Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Ogleseth. Today we have uh, another uh, great opportunity for you to learn about how you can serve your neighbor. Maybe your neighbor's right next door, maybe your neighbor's somewhere else around the country, but maybe something unique. They might be going through a difficult time. Joining us today, Phil Zilke, founder and president of Phil's Friends. Phil, thanks so much for joining us on the Coffee Hour. Thanks for having me on. It's a pleasure as always to be with you. It's been a while since we've talked about Phil's Friends. Share with us the story of how Phil's Friends got started. Sure. So I was a uh, fourth grade Lutheran school teacher in my senior year of college uh, due to my student teaching. And uh, I had been sick for about a year. Doctors eventually told me that I was diagnosed with stage four uh, cancer, Hodgkin's lymphoma. And I had been in the most advanced stage of the disease for about nine months. So I had to tell my students the next day, hey, this is going to be my last day teaching. Tell my girlfriend, it was my girlfriend Carrie and I, our two year anniversary. So that instead of going out tonight, you know, I'm going to have to go down to the hospital. And I spent the next six months doing chemotherapy. Then I got better, went back to teaching fourth grade. Sometime in that next year, the cancer returned, went through the whole journey again for about a year, the chemo, stem cell transplant, where they take my own stem cell radiation. And it was really during those times in my hospital bed when I felt called to help others. So what is the work of Phil's Friends? What, what, did, you, what did you do at that point? And what is the work of Phil's Friends today? Yeah, so the work of Phil's Friends is provide Christ-centered support and hope to people going through cancer. And really, it all started on my journey on my hospital bed when I had, first of all, a week after I was diagnosed, a group of people from my church put together a care package for me. They all signed their names to it. They said they were thinking about me and praying for me. And uh, for someone who could have cared less about those types of gifts before, it caused me to break down and cry because it symbolized for me, one, I wasn't going to be alone in this journey. There were people praying for me. And I just knew that, you know, they pointed me towards God and towards scripture during that time as well. And then I had my grandfather who met me on the side of my hospital bed. And one day I woke up from a nap and he was sitting in the corner of my room and he, he had grabbed uh, the Bible that I'd gotten in confirmation class, which was sitting at my house, not at the hospital. So he drove from St. Louis, you know, down to Chicago, grabbed, grabbed my Bible and he came to my um, bedside and he highlighted all the verses with hope and strength and peace. And he read those aloud to me. And then he walked over, he looked me in the eyes and he said, Phil, your grandma and I, we love you, but most importantly, your heavenly father loves you. And he left that Bible in my nightstand. And that's where I was getting my strength through the whole time during that journey through God's word. And then I had individuals who sent me letters in the, in the mail and cards that came every week. And so when I was well enough to be at home, I looked forward to when it was one o'clock because that's when the mailman would come. So I'd get on the edge of my couch, make my way down the stairs out to the front door, put my hand in the mailbox to see if someone had remembered me. And every single week uh, there was a card uh, with my name on it. So even though the journey from the couch down to the front door, warming out, once I had that card in my hand, gave me the strength to go back up to the couch. And I'd sit down and I'd open up the card. And every single week, there was a Bible verse. There was, you know, someone said that they were praying for me. And it was always exactly what I needed at exactly the right time as, you know, God had personally delivered that card himself and uh, obviously directed other people to do that. So at Phil's Friends, what we do is we send care pack. They go out free of charge. We support people of all ages. And people go to our website, phil'sfriends.org. And uh, no matter if it's a friend, a family member, coworker, neighbor, whoever it is, you can request a care package. And you basically put in their address, your address is the requester. And then once a week, we ship those out of our two, one of our two facilities, which we have in Roselle, Illinois, and Crown Point, Indiana. And so we support right now, I'd say around a little over 100 new people every single week that we get requests for. That care package goes out in a decorated box. You know, there's a bunch of items in there. Most important is a Bible and journal and crossword puzzles and a blanket so people know they're covered in God's love and 
So it's about, you know, $50, $60 worth of items that go inside the package. It shows up in a decorated box on someone's doorstep. Or we have partner hospitals that we connect with nurses uh, that are, you know, Christian and are excited about, you know, spreading their faith inside the, the hospital rooms. And so we can get the care package in their hands and they can deliver those. And once the care package goes out, then we send cards just as I got cards consistently. We follow up with people for a year and then, of course, pray for people. So that's really what Phil's Friends does, the care packages, the cards and the prayers. Tell us about the people who put these care packages together. Yeah, so we have a lot of people that put the packages together. Before the pandemic started, we had probably around 15,000 volunteers annually that would come in to our home, which, again, we have in uh, Crown Point, Indiana, as well as in Roselle, Illinois. We bring in groups up to 50 people at a time. They pack the care packages, they make the cards, uh, and then we always finish with prayer over everything that they've done. But it could be kids, you know, it could be people of all ages, uh, individuals who work on the cards. You know, sometimes they'll get a card from a five-year-old uh, that's working out with their family at their house. You know, they don't have to come into the Hope Center. They can engage anywhere across the U.S. or someone in a Lutheran school putting things together with their class. And then also as far as retirement homes and, you know, someone could get a card from someone who's five one week. And then, you know, the next time they get a card could be from someone who's a hundred. So uh, it's really businesses, corporations, anybody you can think of who knows someone with cancer, which is really they're able to engage with this mission. You mentioned a couple of times that the care packages that they receive are decorated boxes. Uh, what do you mean by decorated boxes? Yeah, that's a good question. So outside of the care packages, we have the word hope. It also says Bill's friends on it, but then we have stencils that are created. You know, being a former Lutheran school teacher and having other teachers, you know, that are involved, we get things very organized. So the, each box will have a theme to it, basically. So if someone writes on the website and say, oh, there's a special interest in cooking, the whole outside of the box will be decorated, you know, in cooking things. So we have stencils that helps people stay in the lines and they can color them real neatly. So when it shows up again, it's it's a lot of time and energy and thought and prayer that's put into it for that person. So stencils mean that people who may not see art as one of their talents are still able to make something beautiful for, for somebody yeah. that, that would appreciate it. That's correct. Yeah, we always, you know, even though we're always focused on quality as a for, you know, quantity, God takes care of the numbers, but we just want to make sure that I will put a good product out there to let people know they're loved and cared for and most importantly, direct them towards the Lord. Absolutely. What does this mean? These gestures of, of hope and prayer and kindness, what does this mean to the people who receive these care packages? To many of them, it's a lifeline. Sometimes people get a care package and unfortunately things are so aggressive and advanced that they only have a week to live. So we've heard stories where people are opening up their packages, you know, they're getting the Bible in there, they're reading about the gospel message. And, you know, it's the first time that's been delivered, you know, to them. So for some people, it means, you know, eternity, uh, knowing that they're getting pointed in the right direction to, you know, Jesus who died for us and rose again and so that we can have life uh, eternal. Other people, you know, it's, it's a great encouragement to let people know they're not alone. They're being prayed for. And, you know, just one real quick, I had one little girl, I get a care package. You know, she was five uh, when she did. And her name was Jenna. So she got this care package and then she um, ended up getting better. It was a great support for her family. You know, it was prayed for, got the cards. And now uh, Jenna's actually 19. And so it was her dream. You know, when she was 10, she sat in my office and said, so I want to, I want to work here one day because I have a story. I know what Jesus has done for me. and I want to be able to help people and carry out this mission. So this last summer, Jenna actually did intern, you know, as a 19 year old. And uh, it was great to, you know, see the next generation, you know, propelling this mission forward. So what's new for Phil's Friends this year? Yeah, so this year um, we have some new and exciting things that are going on. 
One of them actually is on uh, February 10th at 7, so 7 central time. We're going to have a little video that we produced that'll go live on our website on philsfriends.org at 7 o'clock. So you can hear encouraging stories and, and what God has done in people's lives. And really, it's just shining the light on what God is doing. Uh, and then the biggest thing is we are ready to engage with people across the across the country. So if God is calling you to get involved in this ministry, uh, you can call our phone number, which is 224-653-8315, or go on our website, philsfriends.org and fill out a volunteer request form. And so we're putting together how-to videos so people can engage with the ministry wherever they are. We want to equip you, give you the tools, just in the same way that Jesus trained his disciples who trained the 70 people on the road. That's the way we want to be able to do things as well through the Lord's model. And so basically we will give you the tools to engage inside of your local church, to reach out to people in your local hospital, as well as in your community. What does that look like for people who aren't uh, close to Roselle or Crown Point? What does that look like for people to engage in those communities where they are? Yeah, so the, the big thing is that, again, we can, if they contact us, then we can get the materials out there and walk them through some training so that we can equip them so they can actually, say, for example, inside their church, you know, you can have a care package item drive. We can give you all the items so we can send a couple more materials down, and then we'll be able to equip you to be able to pack those on site. And then also give you training on how to get into your local hospital so that the gospel can get inside of those walls. And then also, you know, can really infiltrate the entire, you know, church, business, you know, school community where also there's principal templates online at philterms.org as well, where uh, people can print out the cards and work on those. And then there's sample scripture that's given. And then those can get mailed back into one of our centers. And then we can send those out uh, as well. So we'll give you the tools for awareness. And so as long as you know, if God is calling you, we want to equip you that you can reach out locally. Can you give us that website again, just so that uh, we know where to go? And we'll share that in our notes as well today with today's program. Sure. So it's philsfriends.org. So it's P-H-I-L-S, friends, F-R-I-E-N-D-S dot O-R-G. Excellent. Anything else to share with us as we wrap up our time together today, Phil? No, I'm just uh, grateful for the partnership with KFUO and look forward to uh, hopefully more conversations in the future. Phil Zilke, founder and president of Phil's Friends. Thanks so much for being our guest on the Coffee Hour today. Thank you. Have a great day. You've been listening to the Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. The Coffee Hour with Andy and Sarah is a production of KFUO. To support the Coffee Hour and KFUO Radio, visit KFUO.org. You can also text KFUO to 41444 or send an email to gifts at KFUO.org. And you can call us at 800-844-0524. KFUO. Christ for you anytime, anywhere.